0: Oh, man, this is really living. What's up? What day is it, Saturday, right? Saturday, May 2nd. <coughs> it's after four. It'd be like 4.30. You can see in the distance, Jesse's rolling down a hill here. We are at Pink Moose. Featured in episode 11 of Season 1 of Discover Spring-Ford, if you want to go back and watch it. How do you remember? Donna Musetti, trying to support the local business owners. She's a It's an ice cream, it's a cafe, it's a catering business, but catering was 80% of her business. Uh, she's not able to do that right now. So if you would, if you're in the local area, it comes, it's, it's inside the old Warriors War train station. It's a really cool place. She's got her windows set up, there's, you can see there's people out there. Maintaining social distance. Really. We went to Limerick Hardware, got some mulch and topsoil for topsoil. our outdoor uh, cool, project, <laughs> and uh, I cut down a big bush that was at our house. Aren't you proud? And uh, I can't see my face either way. I go. There's the sun. Holy cow! And uh, yes. That's what's going on. All right, y'all. We tackled some more outside projects here. But first, I just have to point out how awesome my wife is. Because she sets this up, which we already had set up. You guys have seen us hanging out here. I uh, attacked this bush that was over here. Got it down to about that level. We're going to have to try to get rid of it entirely. Cleared out this whole area. Going to move her hammock. Cleared out this whole area, which is where that tree was. Planted our sunflowers that had been inside. Hopefully they'll start growing. Everything just looks so nice. We found the screen for the front of our bay window. We had the ones on the side, but we didn't have this middle one right here. We found it. We were able to get it in. We also figured one of our windows was stuck and we got it open. So... In the midst of all the depression and all the ridiculousness of this whole thing that's going on, there are some positives that we've been able to do. And I'm hoping and praying for all of you out there. And I feel if I, I wish I could um, do more to help those that are not in a stable position right now. Um, I don't know how I can do that, but it's a, it's a nice night though. Hopefully at least got outside. It's May second, by the way. <laughs> it's about 7:30 at night. Well, happy Monday, everybody. It's Monday, May fourth. May the fourth be with you, for everybody who's a fan of Star Wars. I am not, so I don't know why I'm pandering. Uh, I just did two weeks worth of grocery shopping. That's the overflow from the trunk. Uh, spent a lot of money, but better than having to do every week. Uh, we got our meals outline for two straight weeks, and uh, not gonna lie, it's been it's been rough. Thankfully, the weather was really nice this weekend. Got to go out, stay outside most of the time around our house. Did some work projects as you saw, but yeah, it was rough, man. It was just rough. (laughs) It's I feel like it's like. I personally have been very blessed to not know very many people with the virus, especially don't know anybody personally who has died from the virus. Uh, Peripherable people, peripheral people. Sorry, like acquaintances, people I've known. You know, I know that that, that it's had an impact. Uh, people that I've known in, in the past that uh, were elderly that have passed away, unfortunately. Uh, my uncle was diagnosed, and he's, he's 72, but been pretty good health-wise with it. He hasn't really had a lot of uh, things going on, mild um, symptoms, etc. But just the overall grieving of losing uh, either a quarter or half of our year, maybe even more, as I'm sure all of you are processing that and hearing about that and, and all of that. It just hits at weird times and... Gosh, it stinks. <laughs> it's definitely a first world problem. There's a lot worse things going. People are dealing with a lot worse things. And um, it's frustrating. But um, I spiral, as most people probably do. Because, like, with the start of each month, there's hope that maybe this will be the month that uh, we can move past it. And then you're just kind of smacked with the realization of, like, there's no way a month from now that anything's really going to be that much different. Um, especially with the continued fear-mongering and everything that's going on in the media. Uh, I get that a lot of people have died. I get it. And it's it's a, it's a crying... Uh, it, it's, it's an impact on many people's lives. But the fact that... Um, the way it's covered in the media, you would think that one out of five people get it and die. And that if you walk out of your house or you are within five feet of somebody, that you could die. And statistically speaking, I guess, yes, there is that chance. But it's a... If you look at the population of our country and the people that have passed away, it's less than a hundredth of a percent, I believe... And then you factor in the very clear statistics of the demographic of people that it's affecting most, and then the percentage of me getting it is even lower, or a percentage of me dying from it, I should say. So that, I guess that just becomes, to say things like that, you become callous, you become insensitive to those that are experiencing loss, and it's not that. It's more about, you know, there's a quote from the movie Wally, like, I don't want to just survive, I want to live. So, you know, we've we've battled those emotions, and I hope you guys are doing well with it. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, the way I do these episodes, it's every two weeks, and, you know, I hope that by the end, uh, you know, when I release this, maybe there's going to be some further light at the end of the tunnel. It seems like every time there is light at the end of the tunnel, somebody closes off the tunnel. Um, For what reason, I don't know, but, yeah, it's just... I don't know if it's beneficial for me to talk about my feelings here for you, but hopefully you guys are staying sane and finding things to experience uh, some sort of consistency in your routine. I'll talk to you guys later. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, Taco Tuesday, and uh... Just wanted to give you an update. I finally got through to the unemployment office uh, for the second time since all of this began and found out that the information I was given the last time I got through was wrong. And me submitting my tax returns and my most recent pay stub showing that my only income is from Sight and Sound uh, didn't change the determination. And then they, they don't do that because I had applied previously And the determination said that I made too much self-employment income within their range that they look back. They look back like 18 months and since 2018, I was still working in real estate. That is the determination. I don't get unemployment income (laughs) for 2020. Um, Thankfully, the federal government stepped up and offered that $600 on top of the state Unemployment income. So without that, I wouldn't be getting anything. Um, I also already got my stimulus money, which is good. Uh, My only option is to file a late appeal to my original determination from back in January. And that would take, I'm sure that'll take weeks or months for them to even get to that, considering they still haven't gotten unemployment income to the people who need it. Uh, So as you can see, my I just feel like anybody who uses this experience to say that the government should run more things is um, is not being impacted the way the majority of our population is. Um, this is what happens when the government is over, oversees everything. They do things inefficiently, um, and they do things to keep themselves going, uh, not to keep the people safe, and cared for. Um, So, needless to say, my libertarian leanings only have strengthened as a result of all of this stuff. (laughs) Um, But that's neither here nor there. I know that that offends a lot of people who think they're right about everything. and uh, I don't necessarily think I'm right about everything. I just know what I believe. And I think people are confused about that. (laughs) Uh, They think that because I'm encouraging people to think for themselves that I am telling them what they should believe. And it's not the case. Um, it, I often find the people who are the most upset are the ones who are the most indoctrinated, basically. Because you're questioning their what they've been taught to believe. Um, but if we if we can't have an open mind about these things, it becomes really... And we also we, we lose our empathy for other people. Um, I'm... The first to admit that I'm willing to consider things that I hadn't previously thought about when I'm forming an opinion on something. Um, So people always come with this like antagonistic attitude in comments or whatever. It's just like, oh, you could just say, hey, have you? Did you think about it this way? Oh, no, I didn't. All right, thanks for that information. I appreciate that. Um, Civil discourse, you know, that stuff doesn't exist anymore. So all that to say, um, I'm praying that. Whatever happens, that the six hundred dollar amount won't go away before I get back to work. Otherwise, then we'll start to have some problems, um, or I'll just have to get another job that's not performing arts related that is open by the time that uh, by the time that those those funds run out. But yeah, it's been awesome. This whole experience has just been super awesome, and I hope you think so. Uh, I'm hopeful that the further we get into this, the more information that continues to come out, that people will start to finally see things clearly and and we'll be able to make decisions based on what's happening now, not based on what we thought was going to happen, which I feel like we're still in that transition period where decisions are being made based on what we thought was going to happen. Um. <clears throat> I don't know. Those are my thoughts. What's up, everybody? It's Friday, May eighth, one ten p.m. Three years ago today, we settled on our house in Royersford. We moved in on May twentieth, so that anniversary is yet to come. Uh, I decided today that I will not be on Facebook today, tomorrow, or Sunday, and we'll see how long it goes because I was starting to really. Uh, get get angry about what was going on in the world. Um, and it just wasn't healthy for me. So I'm taking a little bit of a siesta from that. Uh, we'll see if it helps me. Uh, but things are... I, I know the last episode was called The NeverEnding Story. And that's what it feels like even now. Um, there just doesn't seem to be a pathway to, uh, returning to normal life. Um, and people are refusing to concede their power and authority. Uh, but also, I'm just discouraged by the amount of people that I know who are embracing the fear, um, that's been caused by the media and the misinformation about this virus. Um, people are acting like it's a death sentence as I've said in the past if you get diagnosed with it um, even in the state of Pennsylvania 89% of the people who have died uh, as of May 6th 89% had uh, comorbidities is the term which means they had and and those are including heart disease hypertension diabetes um, I'm sure obesity is in there uh, uh, chronic pulmonary disease. All of these things are clear-cut data that we have. Uh, I have none of those things. Um, also, the average age of someone who's passed away in Pennsylvania, the average age, 79 years old. Now, that's not doesn't mean I'm trying to belittle the people that have died. It's It's terrible. And I really wish that it hadn't happened. And I wish that this virus had not come, but given the, the data that we have about the, the age range of people who are susceptible to COVID-19, the, um, the health, uh, the pre-existing health issues uh, that make people more susceptible to COVID-19, it seems that the plan that we have in place doesn't match that. And that's the frustrating part. Um, it's... It's sad to say, uh, but I think people aren't really realizing, like, it'd be very interesting to know, you know, how these people who have passed away, um, I know that they're trying to figure out the deaths and what the accurate count is and all this stuff, and people on one side say we're under-reporting, people on one, the other side say we're over-reporting, we're never going to know, and that's the problem with this whole thing. We're never really going to know what's going on. Um and that is the, the biggest part of my frustration is that the amount of bad information and the amount of deliberate misinformation um no one is talking about the recoveries um we look at the total case numbers and we just see it going up and up and up and it's the most misleading stat because people continually recover from this uh and then the, the antibody studies that are coming out are showing that so many people have had it that already have the antibodies for it. They didn't even know they had it. So that stuff is just not being talked about. And it's very frustrating to just be pummeled with negativity. Um, and I've tried my best to be the positive voice about this. And it was just, it's like, it's like trying to drain the ocean with a thimble at this point. You know, people want to, people find comfort in anxiety and fear. They want that fear to huddle over them they want to be trapped they want to be uh spoon-fed from the media and no amount of information that is counter to the narrative from experts is going to change that um i shared a video jp sears absolutely hysterical if you look up on youtube jp sears um he does a video called What It's Like to Believe Everything the Media Tells You. And it's spot on, man. It's absolutely spot on, uh, which is sad. And most satire is usually um, the most revealing uh, truth It comes from satire. Uh, so I encourage you guys to watch that. But anyway, that's where I am. I'm heading now to return. We got a crockpot in the mail um, through Amazon, and it came dented. the box was damaged and taped over (laughs) Um, so we're returning that I'm returning it to the UPS store and then I'm gonna be picking up milk that's all we really need for this week is just more milk so that's what I'll be doing and then uh, it's Friday so that's combos day Um, at this point I don't expect to go back to working at sight and sound until next year based on um, what everybody's saying on the news Uh, if then because you know for some reason The fact that so many people are not going to die from this, the overwhelming majority, we have to still act as though um, a COVID-19 diagnosis is a death sentence and we're operating with our public policy uh, accordingly, which is uh, very discouraging and uh, a dangerous precedent, I think, that's being set. So those are my thoughts. And you can disagree and you can hate me and you can unfollow me, but it's what's happening um, if if you open your eyes to look at it. Hope you can hear me through the wind. It's Saturday, May 9th. And we're at the Dutch Country Farm Market with our masks appropriately. Super windy and cold, but we're out. And and you can see the Limerick Towers in the back there. Just trying to keep it interesting, you know, because we haven't had much to do. But it's nice to be out. Nice to see people out because this is a a legal practice. We got some flowers. One was for free for Mother's Day. Got some local raw honey, which helps me with my allergies. Oh, I have a kid who can't stop interrupting me. That's pretty great. We also got some caramels. Cream filled caramels for my mother for her Mother's Day. What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, May 10th. It's 9.41 a.m. Mother's Day. Heading to Dunkin' Donuts to get our family some donuts and such things, as it were. Um, yeah, day three of my social media fast. It wasn't really social media fast. I just decided not to go on Facebook for three days. And psychologically, I feel much better. I'm still angry at the situation, but I haven't spiraled emotionally in that like feeling of helplessness and anxiety, which is good. Um, so I'm definitely going to have to really measure out my social media usage, just limited to when I'm posting things, not scrolling or doing any of that kind of stuff, but yeah, my my grandmother, uh, she's going to be 99 on May 20th, she had a spill, broke her hip, she's in an assisted living facility, which is scary as it is with everything that's going on. And then she fell and broke her hip. Had to have surgery at ninety almost 98 years old. Made it through the surgery. They said it went well. Uh, but yeah, now the, the concern obviously is just I don't want her to be exposed to the virus. She's in that population that is very susceptible. Um, she's a trooper. She broke her neck a few years ago. Recovered from that. She's just, she's one tough cookie. So praying for her. I'm going to go visit my mom today for Mother's Day. We're going to possibly sit outside physical distancing as it were and uh, yeah should be a nice day today I'm excited about that it was freezing yesterday even though we did go out freezing comparatively subjectively whatever you want to say uh, because it was May first week of May and it was cold it's under 40 degrees or whatever it was Uh, so yeah May 10th I can't believe we're still doing this um but here we are here we are hey everybody hi it's may 10th mother's day it's now 3:25. we are leaving my mom's house we got to visit with her we wore a mask went for a walk stayed six feet apart um the uh thing we're ordering food from frida's mexican food for dinner tonight for mother's day which is exciting uh, it's a beautiful day, so hopefully all of you are going outside because that's good for you. And if you're not going to be around other people, you don't need to wear a mask. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, I see people that are like by themselves in isolation outside, and they're wearing a mask, and I'm just like, really? I don't know what you think is gonna, that's going to accomplish. Um, but anyway, I'm not the expert. You can do whatever you want. It's a free country, or at least it was. <laughs> What's up everybody? I am undertaking a project that's been long overdue. Uh this past Christmas I got a tape uh let's see you can see that tape thing right there. Basically what it is is it, it's a USB tape deck that I can then uh convert old cassette tapes into MP3. And I have a box you can see a box full of cassette tapes, most of the which are recordings and um, bootlegs and things like that. They're not all just professional cassette tapes because I wouldn't have any need to transfer those. I could just get a better quality. But these are all irreplaceable um, recordings. Um, one of which I found, which is really cool, and I just made it into an MP3, is my very first radio broadcast when I used to do the radio show for Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia. This aired. Um, Let's see what it says. It says Jeff's first radio program in my mom's handwriting. I don't know if you can see that. 121401. So it's four days after my eighteenth birthday. Um, and it's pretty cool. So I wanted to play it for you. See if you guys can hear it. You can hear me as an eighteen year old. I sound basically the same. There's a little bit more of a usefulness to my voice, but I had to adjust the pitch a little bit because it, it was a little fast. But I think I nailed it, so here you go. W-F-I-O. This is Straight from the Heart, the daily radio Bible teaching program sponsored by Calvary daily. Chapel. Our teacher here on Straight from the Heart is Pastor Joe Foch, and he's the senior pastor at Calvary Chapel. We are on a continuous study of the entire Bible right here on Straight from so the this Heart. This was book book, on 560 WFIL. W-F-I-L. AM radio, Working our way verse by verse recorded off a radio, onto a cassette tape, chapter 3. so the quality the of today's broadcast, I'll give you information oh, on how you can order your very own audio cassette tape copy of today's teaching, but first, open up your Bible to the New Testament, book of First Peter chapter 3, Just half my life again, so, pretty surreal. It's literally half my life ago that that recording was made, uh, and it was the first time I appeared on air as a voiceover talent slash radio producer. I was 18 years old. Yeah, ain't over my head, but that uh, I got bit with the bug then, and then subsequently I did that for two years, and then went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting um, in 2003. So. Anyway, I thought that was kind of a cool little trip down memory lane to share on the Acting Realtor podcast slash vlog. It is Wednesday, May thirteenth, and I don't know what time it is. Lunch time. We're having ice cream for lunch. That's what it's come to. At the Lakeview Cafe, they have a nice uh, ice cream window set up. Doing Nelson's ice cream, Royer's Ford original, and uh, I'm probably gonna shave, maybe. Get a haircut. So two bits. Yeah, my ball spot really bad. Let's <laughs> blow that stop sign, fool. There goes the neighborhood. Seriously, where's what the police for that? Absolutely absolutely outrageous. Watch it, buddy. Anyway. I like cars like that, and I don't Yeah, I got a bald ball spot you. from picking, plucking. Actually make it's a nervous habit I that I have. Call. Usually when I'm really have a lot of anxiety in surfaces, which, as you can imagine, this lockdown has caused some anxiety for someone who's an extrovert. Your hands are in the video, is that okay? Getting my hair cut. It's the same day as the last video that I shared, so I'm not going to restate what time it is and all that stuff. But I'm going to cut my hairs, and then I want to show you my beard, which is fun. All right, now's the time to do the beard talking to myself. (laughs) Can't really see. The light is bad. It's hard to see myself in this. Hmm. See that ball spot right there? It's rough. Look at this toad friend. Are you so happy? For hours. He's like, get away from me. How dare you? He's so cute. I want to hang out with him. Oh, if I pet him, will he jump away? That's the question. He's friendly. <laughs> so, finished product. It's not technically just a mustache. I have some stubble, but as you can see, there's that bald spot. So I probably will end up going clean shaven just so I can start fresh. Um sorry about all the skin. I'm mean, trying to crop it out best that I could. Maybe I'll do it this way. Ah there, there you go. Now you can just see my hair. Um so yeah. I don't mind it. I hope you're doing well. And I hope this uh image didn't make you throw up. Oh, because I started recording. Okay, I'll delete that one. Oh I won't. Alright, go. That was- t- No! Okay, good. He's not on the chair anymore. If he didn't- Okay. Ah, um. uh, that was close. <laughs>